Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Kurt Shoemaker. Hi, Kurt. How's it going, Joe? Good, and welcome back from your trip from Jamaica with your uh, new wife, and thanks for joining us on today's show. Thank you. I I wanted to speak with you because you are a uh, successful broker in multifamily, and by success, I mean you've closed on over $55 million worth of deals just in this last year, which is really impressive. Not only that, you've been recognized as Cassidy Turley's rising star, or one of them, in 2014. Kurt is an associate vice president at Cassidy Turley based in Cincinnati, Ohio. So, Kurt, with that being said, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? Sure. Sure. I uh, I have been in the business now uh, about six years. I got in right out of college, uh, graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a finance real estate degree. I got interested um, in the real estate world, mainly from my brother. Uh, he was working at Marcus and Millichap in Chicago, um, got me interested uh, in the industry as a whole. I graduated in 2008, uh, right when the market was going down uh, big time. Um, so not many people were hiring. Um, I was looking for something with a salary that I could, you know, get my foot in the door, learn the business while making uh, enough to, to get by. Um, and I actually couldn't. I couldn't find anything that uh, <laughs> that actually was was pain at the time. Um, so I took a job actually with Fidelity um, right out of college, quickly realized that absolutely did not want to be in that industry. Um, knew that actually Marcus Millichap, who my brother was working for, was hiring, but it was a 100% uh, commission-based job and decided that, you know what, uh, I'm young, might as well take the risk and uh, go for it. So decided to quit my job at Fidelity, went and joined Marcus and Millichap. Um, I fortunately, too, I, I did have the benefit. I was living at home, um, so I didn't have the uh, a mortgage or, or rent payment uh, to deal with. So that helped a lot in the process. But uh, joined Marcus and Millichap, was there. Uh, started strictly focused on multifamily. Uh, it was 2008, 2009, like I said, where the market was uh, uh, not doing well at all. Uh, not many deals were getting done, um, you know, where a lot of people might have thought it was a, a very bad time to, to be getting into business, but uh, I kind of looked at it more as an, an opportunity to get in while 
uh, you know, people weren't working as hard. People were falling out of the business and, uh, long story short was able to, uh, you know, develop relationships and get some deals done, even in a, in a very bad market. Um, you know, through that, uh, I was at Marcus for about, uh, four years, really wasn't looking to make a change, but was, uh, contacted by Cassidy Turley, um, to team up with a, a senior agent who's been in the business about 20 years to, uh, help head up basically the multifamily arm of Cassidy and the greater Midwest, mainly focused Ohio and Kentucky, um, Indiana a little bit, but, uh, was recruited over, um, started with them, been with them now for about two years. And, uh, that's, uh, kind of my, <laughs> the basic overview of how I got in the business and, and where I'm at today. You took a full-time job at Marcus and Molochap with full commission 2008-2009 when the world was ending, and you were there for, for there for four years. How were you able to make ends meet and get that first deal done? The, the way, and, 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 and I think we'll, we'll probably talk about, Joe, a little bit about you know some of the best advice I could give or I've gotten. Um, you know, what I always thought and, and was, and was taught by some of the mentors that I had mainly one was my brother, um, who I mentioned got me basically in the business. But, you know, what I always thought throughout the whole process was, uh, you know, this is a long term business. Um, you know, I wasn't going to make deals overnight, uh, you know, with all the different, <laughs> you know, aspects of a deal from the financing to just timing and, you know, in general with everything, I knew that it was going to take a lot of time. So, you know, I didn't get bogged down the day in and day out of the struggle. (laughs) Although at times it was definitely challenging where, you know, I'd be asking myself a lot of the time, you know, is making these calls is, you know, putting in this work, is it going to pay off? Um, which, you know, in turn, of course it has now today. Um, but I, I would say in, in those beginning years, I, I just always thought long term. Um, I always had the mindset that, you know, I'm not going to see it, you know, immediate results. But over time, this is all going to pay off, which, you know, now looking back, you know, my relatively short career, uh, you know, but from six years to year one, year two, you know, deals are coming back around that I worked, you know, in those first years. And then, um, you know, I, I'm. I'm doing well now. Uh, you know, and at the same time, there were a couple that, that did hit in those first couple of years that, uh, allowed me to have enough to, to get by. So, and I imagine not only is it having the long-term mentality, but it's also seeing the success of others around you who have put in the effort for the long-term plan and seeing the fruits of their labor. So knowing that, Okay, I I understand that's long term business, and I've seen proof that if I do X Y Z, then I'm going to have success. Exactly, exactly. It's not it's it's not a myth. I think one of the biggest uh, again in my in my short career, but I've seen a lot of people come and go broker wise, and and even investing wise, where I've seen you know guys come in and they want to you know buy a bunch of you know deals and. Um, you know, make a bunch of noise. The issue, 
is that people come in and think that it's going to happen overnight. But when you look at these, you know, successful brokers that have been doing it, you know, for years and years, I mean, they would, and if you go and meet with them and talk to these mentors, you know, they'll tell you that, you know, their first four or five years was, was extremely challenging and it took a long time, but now, you know, all that hard work is paying off. So I think that's where too, where a lot of people get confused is where they see the make a bunch of money, you know, immediately, you know, in the real estate business. But the reality is it's going to take a lot of time and it's not going to happen overnight. And you just need to yeah, keep that mindset that the hard work will pay off, but you need to consistently, you know, put in the time and, and effort. Kurt, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Um, my best real, real estate investing advice, um, you know, I, I would have to probably touch on again, just the, the long-term approach um, with that, you know, as a, I, I do not own real estate currently. I, I like to, but um, you know, the, the advice of, of a long-term approach, because in this business, of course, as you know, I'm sure everybody here listening will, you know, looks at deal after deal after deal and the ability to be patient and wait for the right deal could be very challenging because of course you, you want to get the ball rolling. You want to put your money to work, but at the same time, you know, we're talking, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, you know, investing and, you know, all it takes is one deal to, to screw you up and kill your, your business plan. So, um, I would say, you know, have the long-term approach, be patient. Uh, you know, the right deal will, will come. It's just going to take time and, and, you know, you just got to be willing to wait for that right fit. Uh, you know, don't jump on something that, you know, just because you're getting impatient, don't jump on the wrong deal. Um, you know, it's got to fit everything that you're looking for and your investors you're looking for. When an investor approaches you and you haven't met him or her before, how do you qualify them as a serious investor? Um, I, you know, I'll probably, some of the main questions, you know, I want to ask, of course, you want to see proof of funds. Uh, you want to know their background. You want to know what they currently own. Um, you know, you want to know how they're going to finance the deal, which kind of correlates to the proof of funds. Um, and I would say that's probably, probably the main the main four qualifying questions. And, and at the same time, of course you want to, you know, narrow down, are they looking for, you know, what kind of price range are they looking at? Um, you know, what amount of units are they looking more for a value add play? Are they looking for, you know, a class A stabilized deal that they can, you know, more of a coupon clipper type deal. Uh, you know, so, you know, for me, I want to understand, what they're looking to buy and how they're going to buy it. What's the market like now in the Cincinnati area? Um, the, the market and we work, we actually, we work a pretty wide, I mean, Cincinnati of course is our, our backyard. Um, but we also work Dayton, Columbus, Toledo, uh, Louisville, Lexington, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Oh, even better. Um, yeah. So, what what's it like? In yeah, the- and and I would say a lot of those markets are very similar. Um, Cincinnati, um, 
you know, it's it's a Cincinnati's more of a conservative market. We don't see as many transactions as you know, as you see in Louisville, uh, Columbus. Um, I would say Cincinnati and Lexington are pretty similar. Not not as uh, many deals are, are trading, um, but at the same time, I, I would say, you know, on on the owner side of things, uh, the market is doing very well. Similar to you know the overall. Uh, you know, macro picture of, of apartments in general, uh, occupancies are, are doing well. Rents are starting to, you know, more and more increases, no uh, concessions really needed to be offered. Um, so the operation side of things, um, deals are doing very well. Um, the sales side of things, you know, we're seeing, you know, buyers get fairly aggressive. Um, I think the a big part of that is, of course, where you know debt currently is, um, where interest rates are. A lot of people are, you know, nervous about, um, you know, where interest rates are going to be a year from now, two years from now. Um, so a lot of people want to jump on and, and lock in rates at, you know, at the levels that they're at today. Um, so we're seeing a, seeing a lot of activity. You know, a lot of buyers out there. Not as many sellers, of course, as, as we like as brokers, but um, it's uh, it's an active market. Um, it's I, I would say that it, it is it's it's tough to as a broker, and I'm sure as you know as an investor as well. You know, we get 150 calls a week from buyers and one call from a seller per month and you know usually that seller isn't very realistic in, in his expectations so it's uh you know if, if you are it's a seller's market if, if you're a seller uh, by all means but uh you know it's 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 an active active market right now we've been seeing you know the lending sources loosen up more and more and uh you know more deals are getting done Real quick before we get into the best, uh, before we get into the lightning round, in order to buy a property at the right price, how does a buyer do that? Whenever we are in a seller's market, as you mentioned, in those particular markets, to buy at the right price, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of different. Of course, you need to have your underwriting criteria. Um, you know, pretty much set before you go into a deal, you know, where you want to hit your returns, your cap rates, your IRs, your, you know, cash on cash returns, um, and stay, you know, disciplined and, and what you need to hit to get to those levels. You know, it's, it's like, it goes back to the long-term approach. I mean, what do you, I guess you, you need to, grow a, a large network within brokers, within banks, within, you know, financial advisors, uh, accountants that, you know, when the timing is right for potential sale, you know, that, that you're that person that they call. Um, a lot of times, you know, those deals are the off market deals, um, uh, you know, that you, that you get first crack at. So I would say to, to find those, you know, you need to grow a, a large network within the community, the real estate community, and uh, hopefully be that person that, you know, whenever the timing is right, that you get that call and, and get a shot at the deal. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? I think so. I think so. <laughs> best ever. So. 
Best ever book you've read? Uh, thinking fast and slow. Best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it? Probably playing uh, college football at University of Cincinnati as a preferred walk-on. What I, what I learned from it is that um, life isn't fair and that, you know, you got to, to work for everything you got. Best ever success habit you practice? Being persistent, but not annoying. Best ever deal you've done? Probably a couple deals for the same client I sold in Dayton, um, probably called Lalique and Mandarin. Took about seven months to get those under contract. And a lot of, as I'm sure those listening that are experienced in real estate and done deals, you know, a lot of ups and downs throughout the process, but was able to manage the client, uh, show them the market and, and close the deals, which if you want more information, people can feel free to, to reach out to me, but they, uh, very complex. It took a, it took a very long time, but, uh, you know, at the end we were able to get them done. What was the most complex thing about the deal? Um, I would say probably just the most complex, the most challenging, I guess, was just uh, getting the seller to realize uh, where the market was. And I don't know if it necessarily was was complex, but it was just challenging because needing to, getting to a point where I could show them the market um, with real buyers, with real offers, and then, you know, getting them to understand that, you know, that was the best, the best, that was where the market was and agreeing to, to do a deal was probably the most challenging uh, part of, of the deal. Kurt, what's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? I, I guess the biggest mistake and what I continue to try to improve is understanding what I've been saying a lot is that it's a long-term business. Um, and at times, instead of, you know, immediate responding to an email, immediately responding to a phone call, uh, a lot of times starting out, I would respond too quick, um, without, you know, taking two steps back and really thinking about all, uh, the, the situation or issue, uh, and all the different angles to it, you know, re- responding too quickly to, to different scenarios. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kurt, for being on the show today and uh, appreciate your experience from a multifamily standpoint. You know, you've closed on, you know, like I mentioned before, $55 million worth of deals just in the last 11 months and, um, you know, have been recognized within your company as a rising star and certainly great to have the perspective of of the long term approach because you know it it, it can get um, a bit tedious. I know personally where you're wanting deals to go faster and faster, but at the same time, um, as you mentioned, it doesn't take you mentioned it doesn't take one more than one deal to mess you up. But on the flip side, it doesn't take more than one deal to really set you up for success for the long term. Um, so I, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that approach and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe.
Hey, you, best ever listener, do you want more? Then head to joefairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work with Joe tab on joefairless.com and apply to, well, work with Joe. 